What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode number one. I'm your host, Wesley Hill, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris. We got two special guests today, Mr. Jerry Turner and the man who started it all, Mr. Chad Rice. We're going to recap the Tennessee Velvet Hunt, the Tennessee Dove opener, and go behind the scenes of Cruiser HQ. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? What up? What's up, brother? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Hunter, how are you today, man? Good. Good. That's good, man. You excited for this podcast? Very excited. Been looking forward to it for as long as we've been talking about it. Yeah, I know. That's been a good minute. Chad, how are you today? I'm good, man. Good, Just, good. Just uh, rocking and rolling, ready for this. It's highly anticipated. Yeah, we've, so. been, we've been trying to get this going for a little while now. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm pretty excited. Exciting. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, you and I worked on the... Uh, set up here for the last week and yeah. it's finally looking are, good man. too man it looks really I like good it. Yep. what about you jerry how you been i'm good you know just being jerry just being myself yeah <laughs> that's what i love dude that's awesome Keep, keeping the behind the scenes rocking and rolling you know yeah, dude well we're gonna get in that today but uh what we want to start off with is that recap of the tennessee velvet because all of us hunted except for mr jerry but i want to know your experience Mr. Co-host. Well, Friday, I hunted Friday morning, Friday evening. I hunted every day, Friday, the only morning. Yeah. hunted Friday evening, Saturday evening, Sunday evening. Didn't see anything till Sunday evening, but seen a lot. What did you see Sunday? Seen eight does and about mm, 500,000 turkeys. Father, <laughs> that's no, a lot. Tell everyone there's 500. Did see a lot of turkeys, though, a lot of young birds. Yeah, so. can you drop me that pin? Cause uh, I need to get there for spring. Uh, we'll see how fat your wallet is after <laughs> we get done. <laughs> that's funny. What about you, Chad? Yeah, man. So we had the Element guys come in. Yep. Um, they ended up staying at the house, and you know, I tried to get them on some deer. It was tough, dude. We were getting pictures of deer on camera all week long and then like literally two days before the season opened up i don't know if you experienced this hunter but like literally yeah. all my deer just disappeared off of yeah, camera that's, that's how mine were and, i mean uh, that's about how it was for us my grandpa he's like man these bucks have been out here every evening the wednesday night before church i remember yeah, i told you, you told me i said got to church he's like hey well, then Bruisers was back there, and I'm like, oh, it's a done deal. I told, Remember, I told you both yeah. days. I was like, one of them's getting hammered. Yeah, it just didn't happen that way, man. I think uh, uh, the general consensus among, you know, all the people I've talked to, the I think the white oaks started dropping yeah, right I mean, before, a couple days before, uh, you know, that Friday that it opened. Yeah, because remember Friday you called mm -hmm. me, and you were like, yeah, bro, the mash is already dropping. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, come to think of it, while I was walking out on Friday morning, I saw a bunch of acorns. Yeah, you said you were skating on them. I know <laughs> about slipping and falling. So, so um, no, I mean, so yeah, they just disappeared from my cameras, and um, you know, I, I, we tried to get on on some deer where where we were having cameras yeah. and uh you know tried to put the element guys um hunter and 
um, Brian, tried to get them on some deer. And it was, uh, it was not great the first two days. Actually, Saturday, myself, um, I ended up seeing three bruisers come out about a hundred yards. Dude. Yeah. Which we'll, we'll, we'll show you guys some video of that soon, but, um, you know, they came out at about a hundred yards out of this drainage into, into, uh, into some beans, which was surprising because we hadn't seen any deer on beans. We sat over beans, you know, Friday morning, set Friday evening, Saturday morning, which I saw those deer on the beans Saturday morning, I think. Was it Saturday? Oh, it was Saturday yeah, yeah. evening. No, it was when Saturday you, evening. That's you right. Because you texted yeah. me and you were like three big boys at yeah, 100 yards, yeah, and I yeah, was yeah. like, next text going to be BBD. Yeah, I was hoping, man, they were coming in. Um, you know, they three of those bucks were coming in. Um, on a frozen rope, man, straight beeline to me. And uh, for whatever reason, you know, a car, this, this bean field is positioned on top of a hill on a lease on some property that I leased to hunt. And um, for whatever reason, the biggest deer was in the, in the rear and a car passed like 900 yards away you know, down in the valley and it like, it, it, you can hear all the cars pass in this bean field. Cause yeah. you know, it kind of echoes. echoes. Yeah. It just echoes in that valley. And uh, for whatever reason it echoed and that deer just wigged out. And, uh, you know, my wind was in the, it, the wind was in my face the whole time, but they got to 52 yards, man. And I didn't have a shot cause you know, we've been getting a lot of rain here in Tennessee and the beans were like, Huge. Yeah, they were head high. And, uh, you know, he, he just wigged out and took the rest of them with him at 52 yards. I had 20 minutes of shooting light left, and they never came back out. That's man, how them, was... them big dogs, man, <laughs> it don't take, you know, because like an old doe or something, they'll come in, Yeah, they smell you, they blow, <laughs> stomp they stomp, around. they yeah. look, they duck, they blow. Yeah. You're like, man. One of them big dogs come in there, I'm telling you, they get the slightest whiff. They're they ain't they're out. Yeah, they ain't they ain't blowing, stomping, they ain't hanging around. That was that was my problem because I didn't have any property to hunt on for the velvet until about two days before it started. And I just so happened to score twenty acres. So we were just like, Oh, you know what? We'll just go up there on Friday morning and see what happens. We got there, saw absolutely nothing. (laughs) And then uh, we were just like, okay, this is a dud. So that evening I had to go to a baby shower, and uh, I ended up scoring 400 acres and another 70 acres at the baby shower. And so I was like, I'm going to go here. Yeah, for real. And so I ended up going there with Mike, and uh, we got there that morning, and we set up inside the tree line and saw absolutely nothing. Okay. So we were like, okay, crap. So that was Saturday morning? That was Sunday morning. Sunday so Saturday, morning. we didn't hunt at all. We were just like, let's just figure so this out. that was last morning. Yeah. And so we were just like, crap, what are we going to do? So we get back. We uh, go eat with you guys, which yep. you guys looked absolutely exhausted. Yeah, we were, we were toast. <laughs> I mean, man. we just rolled up, and you guys were just sitting here with your eyes closed, just like, what in the world are we doing? Well, I mean, literally, we we as soon as they got here, we stayed up till like eleven thirty that night, and then woke up at like three thirty the next morning. And we did that 
all yeah. three nights. Yeah, we did that. Hunt. That's rough. Yeah, we yeah. did that Friday morning and then Sunday morning. I still, for some reason, got up super early Saturday morning, but uh, it's that, yeah, season, man, dude, yeah. I know it's just like just my gears turn and every everything in my body's just like it's time you, to kill. Usually, usually the heat, like I don't get into rut until it starts. Yeah. I'm like a deer. <laughs> but I mean, this, Hunter, Hunter ain't rutting yet. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I don't know. This weekend, because like I said, getting those pictures, getting the intel from the people that lived where I was Close, hunting. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm thinking, man, it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you told me you weren't even thinking about hunting. Yeah. I was questioning it, man. I was I was sitting there the whole time thinking, like, is this guy gonna do it? Well, last year I about had a heat stroke. Yeah, it was hotter last year for sure. Gosh, it was awful. It's about as hot in this room as it was (laughs) this season too. I literally got up last year. I went I went Saturday evening last year, and I did a hanging hunt, and I got up, and when I got all set, like I had to sit there for like forty five minutes because I thought I'm gonna pass out and fall out of this tree. (laughs) But that's why you get his saddle, man. Uh, well, I am now, yeah. so I mean, all is well in the world. Well, what are you hunting out of, bro? There's only one the Almighty Cruiser. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I mean, well, I mean, that's what this podcast is. Is the so you didn't cruiser radio? Well, let's get back to the deer hunting, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you so you didn't see any deer, no, we didn't see anything, and then um. That evening we got out. It was probably about three o'clock, and uh, we were just like, "What do we do? We can't figure this out." And that's after you guys told us like, "Get up on the bean field," because mm-hmm. for all the viewers who know, this is my second season ever of yeah. hunting. Uh, I mean, I did it when I was like six, seven years old with my dad, but this is like pretty new to me still. Well, you're still a young guy. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, it, that sort of happens. You yeah. know, when you're when you're don't really have a mentor, you get into, you go when you're younger, and then you get out of it. Get out of it, and then now you're yeah, getting back into I'm getting it. Getting back so. into it. Now you're turning back into a man. That's right. That's right. But uh, your, your boys have dropped. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, I've been waiting for years. <laughs> but uh, the we got in there, and uh, we went to that section of the bean field that what's his name. Um, Either Hunter or Brian. Yeah, Hunt. Brian told us yeah. to get into, and uh, we go right to where he told us, and we're trying to find a tree to get into, and mm-hmm. we can't find one. And uh, we were just standing there looking at each other like, what the heck do we do? And uh, all of a sudden, we just hear, Pfft. and I yeah. was just like, oh, crap. Busted. And then uh, Michael turns around, looks into the tree line, and sees a big old buck just flying out. Pretty good I was like, crap. Good it's buck. A, oh, good-looking buck. Shooter buck. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, we were just like, crap, what do we do? So we, like, got on Onyx, looked at it, saw another piece of the property to get onto. We get over there, and uh, we're walking up to the tree line, and we just hear this dog just start barking. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And so I was like, I'm going to go find a tree. I was like, you take care of the dog. And, uh, <laughs> so he killed it? <laughs> I don't know what Put he did. Put it in a chokehold, bro. Well, well, hold on, I'll get to that, because uh, <laughs> we're standing there, and uh, all of a sudden, the dog just comes out of nowhere on the property that we're hunting. And oh he's just like, goodness. hey, 
pet me? And I was like, no, dude, get out of here. So it was like a house dog. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it was a beautiful German Shepherd, but I'll uh, tell you what, if I had a shotgun, it would have been dead. So, <laughs> that's I terrible. I was mad. I was absolutely mad. Apparently it was a talking dog because it said, hey, pet me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and so anyways, we... Uh, we finally get the dog to go away, and we're standing there. We're like, okay, there's no trees here either to set up and to, like, right against the bean field. So we go to check out this other thing, this other part of the property, and uh, we get there, and we're standing there looking for a tree, and then we hear something inside the tree line. And I was like, okay. This it's is, fixing to go down. It's about to go down. I'm about to kill a big old buck. And uh, it starts moving pretty quickly, and it's moving quickly towards us. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't a buck. It's the dang dog. It's the dog. And the dog <laughs> oh, comes my. back out of nowhere. It, like, tracked us probably another 400 yards to where we went. And then just was like, hey, pet me. And so I was like, all right, this is it. I'm done. And so at that point, it was just, like, it was pointless for us to try to find a place because it was way too – it was getting way too – like shooting hours to try to find a place to yeah. go. So we're just well, like, I mean, let's it's, go. It's tough to like go onto a new property that you've yeah. never stepped foot on and try to set up and, and expect a, you know, a booner to come out. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have many booners in Tennessee, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's some big ones killed. There are some big ones. Mr. Hunter's ones. got the punk County record. Don't you? Yeah. Muzzleloader record. That's right. That's awesome. As, as luck would have it. Thanks. Dad. Pro- probably yeah. got some more, Probably got some more records that we, he was I mean, hunting, but yeah. we got some more. Hopefully, we can get those some on offspring, camera this season, huh? some off, offspring for sure. Yeah, they just look too much alike. Yeah, but uh, no, nah, I mean that's just hunting, dude. Yeah. It's uh, but do you do you ever get tough? Like like when you're in that situation, like you got all day, mm-hmm. but the whole day it's it's like almost hard to enjoy it because you like constantly feel that sense of urgency. Yeah, because like. In my mind, I'm always like, man, I'm fixing to run up on one at any second. I need yeah. to get yeah. sat down now. Yeah, yeah. no, it was nerve-wracking, man. I mean, especially with us not knowing the property at all. I mean, it was just so hard for us to just, like, feel confident in where we were going. A hundred percent. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, there are, there's those stories where people walk in and... Yeah, kill Get lucky, 170s. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, that the, happens, but most of the time... It's yeah. it's not like that it's at all. It's not like that at all. Well, like I said, going to a new property, man, right. it's it's gonna be tough. You gotta yeah. put in some homework if you expect it. For sure. Actually, yeah. You know, I mean, there's yeah. some skill involved there. Obviously, there's luck that's involved too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, I think it's important too because I was talking to, I believe it was Hunter about this, just like mm-hmm. going back to the roots of how we used to hunt. Where it's just like no trail cams, nothing. Well, see, that's what I did on on my lease. Like I haven't ran trail yeah. cameras up up there in two years, and uh, I kind of so I shared the lease. It's it's about a thousand acres, and I share it with like eight other guys. Right. TJ yeah. was going to yeah. be here tonight. He's actually on the lease as well. Um. And I, you know, I know where everyone hunts at, where they like to hunt, where they like to set up. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I know that no one's going to be like in this area, right? Because it's pretty, it's a, it's kind of a tough hike to get back in there. Yeah, I mean, I did that so, turkey hunt with TJ, and I saw how rough that terrain can yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, it's super steep hill. Kind, I mean, you know, Tennessee's can be steep. You know, very. Um, in fact, I took the Element guys to this property. 
uh, turkey hunting this spring. There's some some stuff there on that video. Really good footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty funny. But you uh, get on YouTube and check that out. Yeah, um, but you know, I had never been to that part of the property. I've been there. I've walked all over this property, but I never hunted that spot. And you know, I kind of like this property was set up where I was overlooking a bean field, and I'm sitting on. Uh, real close to the fence row of the neighboring property, and they've got standing corn. So I've got standing corn to my back, and I'm watching mm-hmm. that. Um, Sounds amazing. Standing bean field. Oh, it, I mean, it's an awesome property. Um, and these deer come out at 115 yards out of this little draw. Like I said, they're feeding around. They come to 52. They go back in. Um, but I had never sat up in that part of the property and uh, I, nobody hunts over there so it's like yeah it just made sense it really it it on paper it just made a lot of sense to go right there and i got lucky man yeah. it's like going back to the roots like i didn't hang it i have no trail cam photos of those deer yeah. never seen those deer i just picked that spot out on the map and just because of the terrain features and how yeah. the wind was blowing. and Well, like was a high probability area. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, we had talked about it, but, I mean, in the last Lord knows how many years, I hadn't lived it. But I've heard a lot of people talking about it this year, whether it's been busy with work or whatever, they just ain't had time. Yeah. So, you know, I've talked, it, talked to people that have come into work, and I'm like, hey, man, you got any, you know, Show me, some, show, yeah, me some, show me some good bucks. Yeah. They're like, man, I ain't got no camera out. I'm busy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I wonder how that is. But, yeah. I mean, I can see the excitement factor of that. Yeah, I mean, I think it adds, a, like, another level of challenge to it. Because it's just like, for me, it's not so much that I don't want to put trail cams out. It's mostly just that I don't have the resources right now to be able to do all that. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, and I and think so a lot like, of young people are in that. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think overall, over the next couple years, years of me hunting, it it's really gonna take my hunting ability up and really understand like high probability areas, right? And where I'm more likely to see see deer versus where areas I'm not. Um, well, it's gonna keep you from wasting time, but also right. if it, you it, put too many cameras out, you're gonna yeah. be like, yeah, you should can, I go here, should I go yeah, there, yeah. like it's. Yeah. You can you get you, you can get a also confusion factor there. Yeah, you yeah. can also you know shoot yourself in the foot there but, too. But, but but chasing a rabbit over there, talking about the resources and the cameras and stuff. Not <laughs> I just had this pop into my head, but like I've hunted pretty much my whole life. Yeah, and hunting to me, like far as equipment, camo, yeah. guns, mm-hmm. calls, whatever. You accumulate a lot, yeah, 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 over time, over time. So a lot of that stuff, you know, you can use, you know, you take care of, you can use your whole life, yeah. Because you know, every year before deer season, I always go out in the shed and I got like four or five totes that I just start stiff, open up, yep, yep. open up, <laughs> do the same thing every year, and it's like it's like Christmas every year. <laughs> something new, yeah. You're like, man, Damn, I forgot yeah, about like this. You find something in the pack, and you're like, what the. I don't even remember getting that. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I'm excited, man. I mean, this is my second full year of hunting. And, uh, I mean, it's just where I've gone from where I started to where I am now. I mean, I can tell a massive difference in just, like, 
know-how, equipment as well, right. and then just overall enjoyment. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the people you surround yourself to. Because, I mean, if you got buddies that hunt that are mm-hmm. avid hunters that yeah. have got experience hunting over X amount of years, then, you know, then you rip a little bit of their knowledge yeah. too, hunting with them or talking with them or whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, even with the trade shows, I mean, that's probably been one of the massive oh, yeah. helps. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah I mean, that for, for sure. me, that's been the one of the biggest things that's really allowed me to tap into it because... I mean, I'll talk to some random dude in Ohio or Alabama or whatever, and he'll give me a piece of advice, and I'm like, wow, I've never even thought about that. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of, like, giant killers that don't have a YouTube or yeah. don't have a name. I yeah. mean, dude, the amount you of people when we were in Ohio that would just show me 160s, 170s, I was just like, why didn't you do that? Like, why didn't you video it? And he's just like, nah, I don't want to. Right. Like, I don't dude. care about that. Yeah. Yeah, and then he tells me after that that he's he kills about a 170 every year. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like, the glorious the thing of of hunting, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's the glorious Midwest for you. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But yeah, I mean, so my season, you know, the velvet season, it, I def, I didn't kill anything. None of us killed anything, yeah. right? No. So, um you know, like I said, the element guys were in town and uh the last morning on Sunday Hunter, uh, Hunter Dickens, HTH, as Not he has been coined. Yeah. Uh, old HTH, uh, he set up in a draw in the morning, expecting deer to come off of the bean field back into that draw to bed. Well, he got there. He walked in. It was pitch black when I dropped these guys off. They walked in and uh, was trying to find a place to set up, and as soon as they got to the top lip of that draw, it's pretty steep country like we were talking about. Yeah. Um, they could hear deer down in the draw feeding around. Was it and still dark at that point? It was still dark at that point, so they just kind of sat still, so got right by a tree, like sat. So they killed this thing on the ground? On the ground, yeah. Oh, he wow, was like, I didn't he, even know that. He was like, I man, I thought he was in a saddle. No, he was like, man, I'm really sorry I couldn't get it done out of a saddle. I'm like, Bro. dude, I don't even care. You killed a velvet buck in Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. awesome. And, uh, you, you know, it's like you had three days to do it, and you, you pulled it off, you know, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, we live here, and we didn't yeah. even kill one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we knew where the bucks uh, were. <laughs> no, Hunter, Hunter's a killer, man. And, Thank uh, you. <laughs> HTH is a killer, <laughs> um, but he had a de- a really good seven pointer come in. You know, a dandy buck for by himself. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't by himself, but this yeah, deer he had a came. Film yeah, Hunter. No, had- I mean, was the deer by himself? No, the deer oh. wasn't by himself. He was following a group of like other deer doe. I, I guess I don't know, uh, but just they so just wise. got that. They just got that deer on camera and. Uh, yeah, smoked that sucker at 20 yards on the God ground. Me. And it ran only 20 more yards and fell over dead on camera. So, like, I've, I've never killed one on the ground with a bow. I mean, I have with a rifle yeah. or a muzzleloader, but with a bow, I mean. That's, Dude, that's a whole nother level of challenge. Yeah, I've that, killed. That's some Squanto stuff. <laughs> <laughs> some Indian stuff, yeah, for yeah. real. Put that Mohican snake on him. You got that right. <laughs> uh, no, I killed two deer off the ground with my bow um before it's 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 unreal man so before, a lot of y'all but may not know but chad's kind of a trad guy yeah <laughs> and uh i'm anxious to see I'm, if you yeah, can I was get about one to bring that up with the trad bow because I'm, I'm so 
solely intrigued. Like the last two weeks, that's all I've watched on YouTube. Well, you and I have shot a few times in the yard there, and you're just... I love it. Yeah, you're excited as I was when I first picked one up. But yeah, I mean, it's super exciting. You let me shoot that at that bow shoot we went to. Yeah, the whole time I was holding, I was like, "What the heck? This is a whole different thing right here." <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah it's and a if different... you if you watch like an OG do it, well, I say OG. I mean, there's some young guys that are some straight yeah. killers. Yeah, straight like shooters, guys, man. The the stick boys give them a shout yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, they make it. I mean, the best way to say, they make it look easy. Yeah, it's definitely not easy. No, I know. You got to put I, a lot oh, of practice in. But yeah, I'm gonna hunt with it a lot this year. Um, I'm pretty excited to try to try to get a deer with it this year. Yeah, we're gonna get it all on film um, too. I just I, feel like if you can kill one with a trad bow, like that's like the ultimate. Just for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it is too. I mean, to I mean, like hunting blind is a challenge, but hunting with a bow without a sight is a whole different challenge. Oh my goodness. The you know? whole struggle stick they've yeah. coined it. But no, I shot a I shot a doe last year with it and uh she kind of spun right at the last minute. She was about ten yards away. She spun <coughs> kind of at the last minute and uh <coughs> I'm choking him. <laughs> Wesley's guy. <laughs> do I need to do mouth to mouth? Not yet. Not yet. You you still ended up killing her though, didn't you? Uh, I did have to go and put a follow up shot in her. Um, but yeah, just you know, we're all gonna make a bad shot every once in a while. Yeah, that's kind of. That's just. I mean, that's part part of it. it. That was tough. You know, the first deer I ever shot out with a trad bow, which I mean is probably just about everybody's experience if they're gonna pick one up. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, but no, I plan on definitely keeping it in the tree with me quite a bit this year um i kind of like that minimalist just choose it's too much stuff do i want to totally kill him with this or this (laughs) i mean i have done that with a rifle during rifle season bring your bow and your rifle exactly and most and most of the the stick bow kind of guys are mm -hmm. not saying anything bad about them but they're kind of they're, they got they, they got a little bit of a different turn to them because a lot of those guys like they're hunting in like plaid shirts and you know mm-hmm. they don't wear like the Back latest to the and roots, greatest man. Camo- the oh that's what I I think yeah. that's what think draws cool. me to it yeah well I think it's cool too because it's like we get so like caught up in the latest and greatest especially saddle hunters yeah. man we're as saddle hunters like we we do it to get more lightweight and get more yeah. efficient but like. We can just get caught up with like the new gear that's coming. Yeah, out for here. sure. Like, don't fix something that ain't broke, right? Yeah, yeah don't fall for all the frills and. I mean, just back... we're 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 going into the woods to kill deer. Yeah, let's not. Let's get back to the right. basics. Let's the you know. kiss method. Keep it simple. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just think it's interesting too because it's like you look back in the seventies and eighties and what the camo looked back looked like back then versus now. I mean, is, yeah, is wild. A lot of them were like the just plaid red, shirts, yeah, man. the red and black plaid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but we could wild. talk about deer hunting all day. But like, anyway, back to back to uh, back to Hunter. He yeah, he killed that seven pointer man off the ground at twenty yards, and uh, that video will be out. I don't know when they're gonna drop it, but yeah. uh, the celebration on camera was pretty epic. <laughs> that's the best which as you can imagine but uh yeah and then you know none of the rest of their crew killed anything and then you know tennessee velvet wrapped up yeah. none of us killed anything and 
Yeah, which is just part of it. You know, that's hunting, man. Some days you get them and some days you don't. Mm. I'll tell you, the last two years for this velvet hunt, dude, I've been really close within 50 yards of killing a buck. I mean, that footage you showed me for this year was just wild. Yeah, there's some big old nine-pointer in there, and I can't can't wait to catch up with him. So hopefully I can, but... So with with the ending of the velvet, let's talk about some flying doves. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, the old morning dove season in Tennessee came in, and it was it was <laughs> wild. That for the opening morning, we went to me and Wesley and some other guys went to uh, a WMA here in Tennessee. Did y'all go Thursday when it opened? Yeah, yeah, well, it was it was so funny because I've never dove hunted before. Oh my! Goodness. It was my and first that, time ever yeah. as well. So. And, oh my goodness! And I, no yeah. wonder you were calling. I show up to work <laughs> eight a.m. I'm sitting there, and then Chad shows up and he looks at me and he goes, "You want to go do- dove hunting?" I was like, "What?" So you, so you like, didn't even know? I didn't even know. I had no clue. Huh. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I told you this." I was like, "I don't remember this, but you probably did." <laughs> Well, and uh, he, I go home, I change into some camo, and then I get there and I realize I don't even need to wear camo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Sitting out in a field with 150 exactly. people, man. It was wild. It was crazy, man. So we post, I posted a, uh, a video to the Instagram story, and like I was panning around because this field has a road that goes around it, and then the river is on the other side. So TWRA had planted it in uh, Millet, wheat and sunflower sunflower. and they had burned most of the wheat and mill it off and left the sunflower standing so it was primo oh dude it was was awesome it was there were so many people in that field which i think wild is what made it so fun so let me ask you this was it dangerous no i mean like some ogs that were like hey yeah, you know, we had some OGs with us that yeah. that had, you know, Justin's dad, Mickey, was with us. He's OG. Yeah. Uh, Justin's hunting doves forever. So they were basically like, when you point your gun up, as long as there's sky under your right. barrel, you're, you can shoot, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we had a, like I said, we, we parked at the road and walked in like 50 yards and set up in this uh, sunflower field. It is. It was awesome. It was epic, man. We had there were was y'all sitting against cover or was y'all just yeah we were sitting right in right in the uh sunflowers yeah it was just so funny because we were sitting there and dove didn't start till 12 o'clock so we're just we got there 10 yeah two hours before so we're just shooting the breeze and yeah and the the sun is shining bright (laughs) yeah like baking (laughs) yeah like literally man i looked like a toaster of it when i was done oh, it was dude. so he, bad he was so beat red oh and he was wearing a short sleeve shirt and feel, this man doesn't like, tan he just no, gets I red just, that's what i was about to say I feel, I feel like like you get red like oh a lot, dude bro. it's so look bad. at the color of his beard dude yeah. it's red i mean <laughs> and dude we were we were just sitting there and i was like i don't know how much i could take this but i was like i'm gonna deal with it and this is gonna be a good time 12 o'clock hit right on the dot and I don't know how many rifle uh, shotguns just immediately started going off. It sounded like an absolute a war, zone, war dude. zone, dude. So the doves were still flying at twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was it was insane. That was probably one of the coolest hunting experiences I've ever had. Just simply by the fact that you've got a hundred to one hundred and fifty people sitting in a field, all facing 40, each other. Forty nine acres. So y'all ain't yeah, jumping. There was really that like, dude. That many it, I'm there. not kidding you. Uh, where the road was, it made an L shape. And there was a car behind each other 
every single step of the way for all 49 acres. Bumper to bumper, man. Bumper to bumper. <laughs> Everybody was parallel parking. Everybody had their tents out, the grills out, TWRA having a good time. Was there? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, dude, so it was fun. it was wild. But I mean, literally, everyone's like dove in the middle, you know, yep. yelling out and yeah, that was pow pow pow. That's the I fun that of it. Yeah, well, dude, just the yeah. fact that you've got so many people there that don't know each other and they're all coordinating with each other to figure out where this dove is, so one person can shoot it. Yeah, was it just was a awesome. cool experience. So if you've never dove hunted, you need to do it. You oh, need my to try it. It's, yeah. It is super fun. But like yeah, we 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 pulled up <laughs> two hours before it opened, sitting in the field. You know, um, there's five of us. Uh, Mickey Justin's dad was about I don't know, right by the road. Yeah, he, he went in the first row of sunflowers, sat up. Uh, we had Nathan. He was set up maybe twenty yards to my behind me to the right. Mm-hmm. Me and Wesley were set up kind of side by side, which. Turned out to be <laughs> a terrible idea. Terrible <laughs> idea because he would like shoot, and I would feel like the muzzle blast. Like, yeah. and then we would so turn we, around. Were we all sitting down, or were you standing up? No, so we were standing, up, and, and then time. I would turn around to shoot a different dove, and then Chad would shoot it right behind my head as well. Oh my it goodness, would, dude! It was wild. It was it was yeah, honestly it was a really good dumb, time. But, and then Justin was probably twenty yards to to uh, yeah. Wesley's left, I believe, and. You know, we were there for about two hours before. He got a terrible sunburn. Wesley got a terrible sunburn before it it even opened. And then he's like, man, I don't know if I can hang anymore. I was like, dude, I got a long sleeve shirt in my truck. Bitch, by the way, you haven't returned. Yeah, I need to give it to you. I need to give it to you. I need to wash it is what I I need to do. I think 4 o'clock. I think we were there for like six hours. Yeah, well, it was funny too because... Well, we ended up... Yeah, we ended up coming back. We ended up leaving because... Christina, my wife, had class that night, and, uh, like, I had to go home and watch the kids, so I ended up calling her. I'm like, hey, I really don't want to leave because these doves are just turning on about 4 o'clock. Yeah. They just they were fly, starting to fly in heavy. And uh, so she calls around, gets a babysitter, and, like, there's hardly any service out there. So by the time I hear from her, we had already packed up and, like, yeah, left. left. And then she calls me. She's like, hey, I found a babysitter. You can stay out there. So I was like, well, yeah, we're out of water anyway. Let's, yeah. go, let's go get water. And we went to the gas station, came back. And then went and back. Then went yeah. back, yeah. Uh, but I think um, between the five of us, we ended up killing, what, 14 doves? Yeah, 12 doves? Like 12 to 14 doves? Yeah, which they stayed a little bit longer than we did because we yeah. still left a little early. Yeah. And uh, I think they ended up killing some more after that as well. Yeah, I think so too, but... Mickey, uh, Justin's dad, ended up going the next morning, and he said they weren't hardly flying in the morning. Yeah, because yeah, you called me Friday morning, and you were like, bro. Let's go. We need to go this yeah. afternoon, which we never got together. But yeah. I, I, never, I never had any intentions of going, so I went to the high school football game Friday. Yeah. Sitting next to my uncle, he's like, hey, man, you want to go shoot some doves in the morning? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I got a 410, and my wife's – Pink shotgun. Yeah. I was like, do you got an extra shotgun? He was like, yeah, I'm sure we can come up with something. So, you know, we get home at like 10 o'clock. I call my dad trying to find a gun. He, I was like, hey, man, you got like a 12-gauge or something I can borrow? And he was like, I got this home defense gun. I'm like, yeah. That's all that, I need? Yeah, that would be good. You know, 
14 inch barrel <laughs> <laughs> probably got a 10 yard range but yeah. anyways fast forward friday morning i meet him at five o'clock my alarm goes off i go back to sleep i wake back up at 457 <laughs> and he sends me a text what's up bro i'm like bro i slept through my alarm clock picked me up at the parking ride he's like no problem so we get there it's breaking daylight when we get there yeah and uh we're at a some family owned property and uh was this set up for dove or oh yeah it was set up for dove so they uh they it's in a hay field so they he left some yeah. hay rolls out there where everybody could stand beside and uh like the driveway split the property so he yeah. put people on the top side and he put us on the bottom side there's a big pond he put us on the dam yeah and uh it just makes a huge bowl so i mean like it's perfect so it was like a it was like a football stadium it was yeah. perfect and we get there and doves are already flying and we're waiting on everybody to get there and one guy's like hey man i'm going to sit down so we all kind of just feather out and man like you said wesley they put all the young guns up there on the hill mm-hmm. so like as soon as they get there it sounded like a freaking war zone. Yeah, dude, it was it was absolutely wild. But we uh, it was so fun. We were we were me and Wesley dude, just looking at each other in the laughing. face, laughing. Well, I mean, dude, it yeah. was so funny. I was too, because I mean, I was using uh, my uncle's turkey gun. Yeah, a pump. Yeah, with like a twenty-four inch barrel. But I mean, I still had a That's blast. What I was Heck using yeah. man, but twelve gauge. No joke. I was telling Chad right before we fired this thing up, I statue of liberty. A dove, bro. Did you really? <laughs> Dude, they were flying right at us. There was a pair. And I'm like, shucking. I shucked three shells at them. Didn't touch none of them. My uncle shoots one. And it like, I mean, I just like reached out. He's like, catch it, catch it, catch it. Man. Just right in the Caught it. And I was, looked around. I was like, man, that would have been a viral TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because somebody just did the same thing and Barstool reposted it. Yeah. So it's like, I wish you had that on camera. Oh, man. Because when I caught it, like, I like held it up and then I put it down. Dude, my hand was all bloody. I mean, it would have been perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Nate shot that one. Yeah. And he could have caught and it. He could have caught it. I'm like, Nate, catch it. Yeah. And man, you got to lay out for It was literally like, like two feet away from him. He's just standing there watching it hit just the ground. watched it hit the ground. I'm like, dude. Yeah. How far was that first bird I shot? Dude, he had he had Justin's twelve gauge with a full choke on it. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> with a long barrel. Like it was, a it was barrel. funny because I didn't bring a shotgun. I thought I was just going to film it. Yeah, he thought he was just going to film yeah. us. Yeah, and then uh, and then Justin's like, "You want to shoot?" And I was like, "Kinda." And he's like, "I got an extra shotgun. Let's get it going." Well, I mean, I didn't even tell y'all about that. We get there that morning, and as soon as uh, my uncle picked me up at the parking ride, I was like. Bro, we good? He was like, dude, I forgot your shotgun. <laughs> no. So he had to call my other uncle, the guy that we was going to his property, and he was like, do you got an extra shotgun that Hunter can use? And he was like, yeah, man, I'm bringing like five. So, we, I mean, we were good, but still, I mean. That's just Justin's dad did the same thing, yeah. dude. He pulled out like seven shotguns. Yeah, he was just showing them to us like they were prize pieces. It was the funniest uh, thing. Actually, some, some of them were. Some, some of them were. That's how these awesome. were. I mean, yeah. And I ended up using my uncle's gun. And he ended up using the one that Jimmy gave us. So yeah. I mean, and it like you said, it was like an old sixteen five hundred A Browning, like super nice. And he was 
I mean, murdering the doves. Yeah. It's so funny. How how far do you think that shot was though? Like, uh, at least fifty or sixty. Yards. <laughs> it was. Oh my it was, goodness. It was yeah, a far dude. shot. Did and you it kill was it? A, it was a, yeah, it. it was yeah. the first shot that, that we had. Yeah. yeah. First shot ever. I yeah. had a dove and I killed one. So it'd been in like four or five years since I'd been. So it took me a while to kind of get my range with the yeah, gun that, that I was swing using. Swing and lead. Yeah, because my little cousin, dude, like you said, they'd be like 100 yards out. And we're like, hey, man, 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock, you know, trying yeah, to get them yeah. where they're coming in. Dude, he's just like open fire. I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to hit you're those. You're not going to hit those, man. You're <laughs> turning them towards everybody else. But, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. That's the fun part of about yeah. it, man. It's, you know. Dude, it's a solid time. I got to say, like, out of I've always given like bird hunters not crap but just like how do you see that as like a fun thing? Oh man! But it is so after fun. I've done it, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get every well, I mean, bit of it. You you think about it like my grandpa, an OG yeah. quail hunter. Oh yeah, like that used to be a big scene. Bird hunting used to be a big thing. Yeah, yeah. especially quails. But they, yeah, we ain't got no wild yeah. ones anymore. Mm-mm. But uh. I mean, he talks about all the time how they'd load up their old cars and throw their dogs in the back and yeah. do just like we did, be there at daylight, don't l- anywhere, yeah, and kill the crap out of them. It's yeah. just it's so funny because we'll go to the trade shows and I'll be trying to talk to people like, "Hey, get in the saddle," and they're like, "No, I only I only hunt Duck waterfowl hunt or something." Yeah, I'm only waterfowl hunter. But now that I've done it, I I get it. I Which get we're going, we're going, we're yeah. going in December to Real Foot. Yeah, that's gonna to, be a good to do time. Some duck hunting, so it's gonna be a really good time. They say it is, but everybody. What's I've the, never what's been the duck first thing either, that so. everybody says when, if you if you're gonna get into duck hunting, while well, they say, man, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 it's expensive. But yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be. If you're it going with a bunch of different yeah. people that are that are doing it, you know. But let me ask y'all this: Did y'all have a dog? No, no. you didn't. No. no. Do you wish you had had one? It would have yeah. been cool. It'd have been cool just to see the dog work, but it didn't matter. We were in a place to where, like, down below us was, like, kind of swampy, so Mm -hmm. it didn't cut around. It was real thick. And we had two or three birds get away from us. Yeah. And I'm like, man. Wish we had a dog. If a man had a dog. And we had a lot falling in the pond, too. Yeah. And, dude, like, two or three of these things got eaten by some massive catfish. Really? No joke. No joke. Well, let's go fish that pond. Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, all we got to take is a bag of dog food. <laughs> there you go. Or a dove. <laughs> or a yeah, dove. A couple yeah. doves. Yeah, they're man Freeze them yeah. and wait. Yeah. That's well, funny. Yeah, so dove season's still open for yeah. us. So, yeah, we need um, to go There's again. like two or three, ain't there? There's like one that opens up like the end of October maybe, and there's oh, one in December yeah, maybe. I'm not really sure what the – I think All I pay attention to is whitetails. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – like we're saying, it's our first year dove hunting, yeah, but I, I, it's still open, so we can still go, which I still plan but on in all doing. Seriousness, but like of all the things that we've talked about over the last <laughs> week or two, we've been yeah. more fired up about the dove Doves hunts that yeah. we went yeah. on than anything. Yeah. Well, it was just so fun, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean just, do- doves are the number one harvested game in North America. I don't know well, if y'all and knew the that. Thing about yeah, it which is, I get it now. Yeah. Like the main things of deer hunting that you have to worry, well, not necessarily worry about, but just be conscious about, you know, scent, wind, thermals. Yeah, you don't got to yeah, worry about You don't have to worry about none of that. I mean, we were sitting there screaming at each other. It was so yeah. funny, oh, yeah. dude. That's Five how we were. Yeah. 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 We was like, hey, they come from, 
this side is 12 o'clock, this side 6 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, people we, were like, dude, we didn't even say that. Pond. We didn't even say that. We just said to the road and to the trees. That's over all we said. Over the middle. Yeah, over the middle and low bird. That's all. Yeah, that's it. It was a good time, man. Dude, it was. It, that's that's been a I, lot I, of fun. I can tell you this: I'll never miss another TWRA put on dove hunt. Yeah, for real. I've never been to one, but uh, dude, you're going next year. You got to imagine, dude. That that opening day was something to watch. Well, dude. I told you, I was like, man, I have been researching shotguns all <laughs> yeah, yeah. week. Well, dude, yeah. it, trying to convince my wife to let me buy a shotgun has been the funniest thing, dude. I never at one well, point. She's a dove hunter. She grew yeah, up. Well, dove dude, hunting. it was so funny because we uh, we got done, and uh, we've got those birds in our freezer. And the other night, she's like, "Let's cook them up. Let's get some oh, jalapeno man, poppers so going." And uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, "I don't know what I'm doing." And she's like, "Watch!" And she's like, pulls a feather, takes takes her thumbs and pulls apart the skin, rips the breast out. I'm like, shows you how it's done. This is kind of turning me on a little <laughs> well, bit. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, that's. I mean, there was literally probably. At one point, there was probably 15 people where I was at. But after everybody, you know, some some of the young ones, they got they cut out kind of early. But we ended up probably killing 30 to 40 doves. Golly. Dude, they had these things, which, I mean, I know that ain't that great. But they That's had more these than things, what I had. They had yeah. these things cleaned in like 10 minutes. Yeah, Golly. dude. It's crazy. So when we took off, actually, I ended up going back to that same field the next day mm-hmm. that morning. I think I went midday. Um, the TWRA agent was out there, and he told me, he said, like, for the opener that day, he said over 600 doves was harvested out of that God one field. Man. So let me ask you There ain't you no this. doves left. <laughs> no, no, it's crazy. And I just thought of this. What What is the limit per person? 15 to per day. Oh, yeah. Per no, day. this guy didn't even. I mean, between. I didn't, all, even, I didn't even kiss that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny, dude, because where we were set up, you know, we would probably take a shot every 10, 15 minutes. Uh, maybe not even that. Yeah, probably longer, probably about 30. 30 to 30 minutes. For us, yeah. it, it, it kind of came in waves, it waves for us. Yeah, yeah. well, and, and I'm not kidding you, dude, from start to finish of where we left, people who were against that tree line always were shooting. Yeah. Always. The trees were where it was Well, at. I mean, I I had a bunch of shells. I had like a five-gallon bucket, like half full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and before we headed out there, me and my uncle, because we were just going to stand beside the same bell. Yeah. And... uh he was fixing to put some shells in there. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll be good. Dude, an hour into it, we're, like, scraping the bottom. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, yeah, dude. you're going to have to go get your son to go get us some more. Yeah. That's I watched a video for every – for people who are newer to dove hunting, it's, they said uh, for every dove that's harvested, there's been, like, that person will shoot seven or eight times. See, Golly. there was somebody telling me it was like – one to four shots, and I was like, "Dude, no, it's like seven, yeah, eight." Shots. I was just gonna say, I tell you, for me, it was like fifteen. Yeah, shots I'm about, before I'm about I, one. I got lucky on that first one, and after that, I don't think I hit another one until about an hour and a half later. Yeah, but when you hit one, I mean, it's like you know you hit it. That's like my wife but was. The asking, feeling is awesome. Yeah, but my wife was asking me. She was like. How do you know that you're the one that shot the dove? You can tell. Yeah, I know, pretty, and that's what I was telling her. Obvious. I, yeah. I was telling her, I was like, when you shoot and that dove blows it's, up it, into it a puff of feathers, yeah. it's like Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty easy to tell. There was a couple times where we would see some people be like, Did you shoot it? Did I shoot it? But I mean it's 
It's one of those very where you rare shoot at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the guy, my uncle that owns the property, he was actually looking for a dove one time. And there were some guys like over the pond. And he was standing on the pond bank. Dude, two came over. Dude, he smashed the lead dove. <laughs> he killed both of them one shot. No, saw it with my own eyes. That's crazy. Dude, that's that's, that's awesome. where the term two birds with one stone comes in. <laughs> but but for real. Because I was like freaking Yeti screaming, dude. I was like, oh my gosh. That's absolutely funny. Well, Jerry's having a uh, allergy allergic time. reaction over here. Yeah, it's all good. Hey, do you need to step away real quick? You're more welcome to, man. We'll get you some toilet paper, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, brother. You're totally good. Um we're just gonna keep talking about keep talking about them. these doves, man. Yeah. yeah, no, man, that was that was such a cool experience to have, and uh, I'm really glad to have that under my belt. And I'm super excited to continue to do more, especially this season. I mean, it's just it, it's been such a crazy experience the past year, especially with me starting to work more with Cruiser and yeah. us doing other things as well. It's it's been depending on our crazy schedules couple and the deer activity. I mean. If that second or third season, if there is one, yeah, depending on how deer season's going, yep. I might entertain it. Dude, yeah. I'm We're I'm super to. excited. But not only that, we've got opener coming up pretty soon, man. Yeah, it's knocking on the Pumps, door. Huh? It is. I mean, as far as far as the new season comes, are you guys excited about it? Do you feel oh, confident yeah, or? I, so two weekends. Any goals that weekends. you're trying to hit? Yeah, that nine pointer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's my goal. What, I, what about you, Hunter? I'd really like to see my dad get a hold of one of them big the boys. We need to got. get it on video, man. Yeah, I want to. Oh, I want to come film Jeff or film him. He'd be yeah. down. I'm. I'm super excited, man. I've got a goal of trying to get some meat in the freezer and actually fill it up Me this too. year. Me too. Yeah. That's been. That's kind of been my biggest thing, especially with hunting, is just being able to feed a family. It's been yeah. super cool. Um, well, I've been blessed to harvest, to fill almost every tag that I've had over yeah. the last few years so i've been giving a lot of weight to family see yeah. oh, oh, i did i did eat a i did eat a buck tag last year but that's you know part of it over the last five to eight years i haven't killed very many i've been like super hard horn hunting yeah yeah but well this, i mean this it makes year, sense this year but. i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to kill a couple of does with my bow yeah. and yeah that's what i'm thinking what it is gonna be for me is um fill the freezer and then fill those buck tags. That's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking is try to get in there, get get the meat, and then from there be able to try and to I mean, get some with, horns. With, with you only having two buck tags, I mean, it's... I think it's fun to try to get on yeah. one early season. It is, but it, still it, it, it does feed. make you be a little more choosy. Or it, it does. does me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna, my goal is to try to get on one early in the season. Um. Definitely more than likely try to get it with the traditional archery mm, equipment. Yes. Yeah, which would be dope, dude. Yes. And then uh and then, you know, I'll I'm, I'll try to kill a couple of those and then uh you know, we in Tennessee we get two buck tags all year. Archery you get four doe tags. So I try to fill I try to fill all those tags, you know. And depending at least on the four doe tags. And then muzzleloader comes in, you get another doe tag. And then yep. gun comes in, you get another doe tag. For so. our county. Depending yeah. on what county you're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Depending like, which unit, it's wild. Especially with the CWD going on, man. Yeah, some. It's like four does a day. Or yeah, three, yeah. yeah. Three the, next, the next county to the to the west of us 
is literally four does a day. Yeah, that's that's been the wildest thing because my wife day, my wife know. is from it's Memphis, which that whole area is CWD. Yeah, and uh, I'm not kidding you. My brother see they every time he goes hunt three does. Yeah. This velvet hunt literally hunting. comes and talks to her parents. And just backseat is sitting three yeah. does in the CWD area. The velvet hunt, you could hunt with a rifle. Yeah, that's that's the wild. Because there was a guy that posted on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And I was reading the comments. I'm like, dude, this guy is going to get so busted, so busted. And then I got to read the comments. Yeah, it's because he was and CWD. And they were like CWD, and I was like, oh, thank yeah. Goodness. It was it was funny because I was talking to my brother in law, and I was just like, man, I got to find a place to hunt for velvet. And he's like, dude, come here. He's like, you can kill it with a rifle. I was like, what the heck are you talking about, dude? That's crazy. It's just, it's absolutely wild. Because usually when you pick up that rifle, it's cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's getting cold. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, a direct correlation it's a, it's to holding to a gun in the hunt. Cool off, yeah. Because yeah. last year at Christmas, it was like 70 degrees. You could wear flip flops. and. Oh, dude. I mean, every other day in Tennessee is 30 degrees, and the other day is 70. But so. the last few yeah. days, like this morning, it was this like. morning was 60 degrees when 60, I was 60, 62 truck. degrees. Man, it like. I walked outside and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Man. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is, but the moment it starts getting cold, my body just immediately knows that it's deer season. Yeah. It's the greatest it's feeling, man. and I feel like all if you deer hunt, you you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Speaking of deer hunt, I'm gonna try to get Jerry into a tree this yeah. year. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. It'd be your first experience deer hunting, wouldn't it, Jerry? Well, I think you said you did something. When you were younger, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been out with my dad a few times. But yeah, yeah, but Jerry's a businessman through and through, so I'm just a worker, man. Yeah, just get it a good one at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah hard, hard, one. smart worker. But yeah, man, let's talk about some of the business that we've been conducting. Yeah, we're. Well, uh, go ahead, go ahead. We're, uh, uh, you know, we're in full. Uh. Season mode, pre-season yep. mode for cruiser, and we've been well, shucking the packages out the door. Man. I was fixing to say so. So, what's the like the traffic as far as volume been? Yeah, I mean, it's we we can't get into super specifics. Yeah, um, yeah. No, of course. Yeah, we, I can course. tell you, we've been preparing for this for since January, while, all year long. Yeah, and yeah. our our main goal is that if if you want to buy a product from cruiser, you can get a product from cruiser. And there's not going to be a, a wait that we're going to take care of you before and after the sale. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, it, which I mean, it shows, man. I mean, the people who talk about you guys on Facebook, I've never seen any comments that have consisted of something negative, bad, or negative towards Cruiser. Everybody talks about Jerry. Chad has always helped me, which has been something that's been really cool to kind of watch and be a part of. Um, it, it's it's been a really cool experience the past couple of weeks to be able to work with you guys and. And tune in and figure out what works and what well, doesn't. Well, when you when you when you buy from Cruiser, it's a personal experience. Yeah, no, it very much so is. I mean, just sitting there and listening to the phone calls has been one of the coolest things because it's like Jerry, for every given moment, is able to help somebody. I've never seen him turn a phone call down, which has been wild to watch. It's like right. I can see I this mean, man extremely that man is busy. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can see how busy this guy is, and no matter what, he takes that phone call. Yeah, I mean, right. I'll, I'll be right in the middle of an email or right in the middle of something. Yeah. And the phone rings. I mean, I it'll get be, transferred over. I mean, we're good. I could be wrong here, but I think I've seen him on a phone call, end it, and then answer another phone call just to be 100%. able to help a customer. Yeah. So let me let me ask y'all this: compared to last year, getting ready for deer season, what's it been like this year? As far as like, you know, maybe what you've learned or you know, 
We, we've learned a to lot. To prepare. We've learned a lot. You know, our, our first year in business, we were sort of jumping in blind, so we didn't really mm-hmm. have a lot right. of numbers to look at. We didn't know uh, Which what, is part what was going to happen. And But this year, it's been a lot more data-driven. It's been a lot more um, being able to make informed decisions, and it's really helped us out in order to be able to fulfill our promise to our customers as far as we're going to take care of you. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been, you know, you said the first year was tough. We were in blind. But we did have a year in between the first and, and this year, you know, our second year in business, which, you know, we prepared pretty hard for that one as well. Um, but toward the, toward like right now, right before preseason, right at preseason before the season opener, we, we got to a point where we started experiencing some more uh, lead times and stuff so like and that was have to do with covid and well was, yeah. yeah i mean it had a lot to do with a lot of stuff but this year i think we prepared better than we've ever prepared yeah and i think you guys have re- reaped the benefit of that too and i've been able to see that which has been really cool yeah i mean it's it's been you know it's been hard work but yeah no you guys work really freaking hard <laughs> yeah so yeah. i mean these guys are trying to hold down the fort and do trade shows. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And in between that, have a family, have kids. Yeah. I know it. I mean, because, I mean, get anybody that associates Cruiser, who do, when they come to the booth, who do they want to talk to? Chad Rice. They always want to talk to Jerry Turner. Turner. So, I mean, yeah. that right there tells you. Yeah. It's like I called and talked to this guy on the phone. I think his name was Jerry. Like, yeah, Jerry's yeah. right over there, man. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're just grateful. Yeah, man. We're, we're, we're grateful. Just... It, we're, you know, we don't mind the work. We, we love to take care of people. Yeah. And... I'll tell you what we are, man. We're entrepreneurs, both of us. Ambitious. Uh, yeah, we've, we're ambitious. We Hard both, working men. We've both been in business for ourselves for a long time. Um, and, you know, he and I, Jerry and I came together through the craziest of circumstances. But really, though. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, God pretty much put us together to to, to make Cruiser what it is, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I truly believe that. and uh, That's the truth, man. Yeah, man. So we, we're we're grateful. We give all the glory to him, man, and he's, he's provided. And honestly, I think this would be a good time to – Explain, let the public know how you guys met. I think that's the funniest thing. Yes, yeah, it is pretty funny. Jerry, you want to yeah, kick it off? Or take you it, want me to take it away, Jerry. I mean, the Cliff Notes version is really just, you know, I was trying to... You were trying to help your brother out. I was out. trying to help my brother yeah. out. I was trying to move to Middle Tennessee. Because he I, lived I was, here. I was looking for a change of scenery, but also, yeah. too, I had other things going on in the background. I wanted to dissolve a business and move on to something that was, I don't know, more fulfilling or more... Uh, engaging for me personally and mm-hmm. it just so happened that out of the blue I, I, I met this guy uh, responded to a help wanted ad I told myself I was you gonna, you didn't your brother my, responded. my brother actually brother. did it um, <laughs> and, and I ended up being the guy that showed up I know that's a weird story but it's no, just, but no, dude, it's let's so get cool. into yeah, it though yeah, because no, it's really it, funny because Jonathan your brother called me because your neighbor said i know somebody that needs help well i mean he thought he was so yeah it was all hearsay he thought <laughs> to be he was, fair yeah, yeah to was, be fair yeah. to him because he's a great guy really smart no well. i love you brother he's yeah, a good he's, dude he's awesome 
but he thought he was responding to to the help wanted ad for like mowing, mowing, mowing and yeah. running a weed eater and that stuff. Which at the time I owned a remodeling company, and then Jonathan calls, and I'm like, it's on a Friday. I'm like, yeah, we're we're about to end the day. I said, if you want to show up to this address on Monday, I'll put you, I'll to, put work. you to work. So I send him the address and uh, I said, eight o'clock, be there. Well, eight o'clock comes and goes, and then nine o'clock <laughs> comes and goes. In the meantime, Jerry's in the uh, on the other side of this, saying, "Jonathan, aren't you supposed to be working right now?" What did yeah, tell and him? he and he he at some point between the time when he first made contact, with yeah, you yeah, and, yeah, and he realized what the job was. He realized what it actually involved. Which yeah, was, you know, which he, yeah, which no. he just didn't want to, and, and that's and totally was, okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But I was. You know, I was in between gigs and and you had really some experience. just trying, and I was just bored. Honestly, yeah. I was like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this guy up. I don't want to leave him hanging. Yeah, you know. But and Jonathan, I know, I know what up, that's like. You know, when you're yeah. trying to get a bunch of work done, you don't have help, and, and yeah, I was like, man, I got nothing better to do. Let me call this guy and just see see if I can help. Well, him. actually, Jonathan yeah. calls me. I get a phone call from Jonathan at like nine twenty or something. He's supposed to be here an hour and a half ago. He calls me. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm really sorry I didn't show up." He's like, "Honestly, the job I thought the job was something different." And he said, "At this time, I had no help. I had like two people helping me, and I've had I had two jobs going on, so I was doing one job by myself." And uh, Jonathan ends up calling me. He's like, "I don't want the job. I'm sorry I left you hanging." He said, "But my brother has some experience, and he needs a job." He said. Uh, he can be there right now. And I said, I literally, I remember thinking this in my head. I'm like, this is the weirdest situation I've ever been in. (laughs) But I was so desperate for help. I was like, I was like, well, you got the address. Tell him to come on. If he shows up, I'll put him to work. I remember telling him, you you don't know who I am, uh, but my name is Jerry. And, um, I'll show up, I'll work hard, and uh, if I don't know what I'm doing, I'll let you know before I break something. That's right, and yeah. that's all and, I could uh, ask for. And Jerry. Yeah, that's literally as a, a business owner that what you want. Exactly, and yeah. we were doing, what would we start doing? A I, tile I think tile around the shower or some flooring? We were doing I, some flooring yeah, in the house. Flooring was the first one, the last one was yeah, that tile drywall on the ceiling. Oh, yeah. yeah. And in between that, you that guys in the evening are sewing saddles together. And yeah, well, the guy, I was we were, doing that. We yeah. would drive back and forth between gigs because there were times when he would have i think he routinely had multiple gigs going at one time the job multiple yeah. job sites so we'd be driving between job sites and uh he was talking about <laughs> something about saddles and all this stuff you're I'm sitting like, over, you're over here thinking about horses and i'm like trying to figure <laughs> out what this guy is talking about and um you know i think this is really before, really early it was before anything was really popping off and he was saying well, you know, I think I he, he, you sold a few here and there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really wasn't that interested in it. I remember things started shutting down. COVID was hitting and yeah. lockdown was starting to happen. And, and I like, basically told him, I was like, look, man, this is our last job. I said, I don't have another one lined up for like a couple of weeks. And uh, I said, I do have this thing on the side. And I was like, it involves sewing. <laughs> and I was like, if you're interested in learning how to run a sewing machine, I can keep you working until this next job goes. 
he and, he had already gotten started on this side project for quite some time. Yeah, obviously. yeah a couple of yeah. months. Because uh, I sure. remember going over to his garage. We were collecting tools. He, had, you know, guys looks got like a, a bomb ton, off a ton of tools. Yeah, it right? does look like that. And I was like, "What's over there in the corner?" He's like, "There's, there's, there's like three industrial grade sewing machines." Like, yeah. were you running out of your garage? Like, he's, yeah, he's got time, he's got yeah. he's got planers and he's got band saws and he's got all his tools and stuff. But he's but then there's his sewing machines. <laughs> sewing like, machines what, in the what, corner. What, what's going on with this? And then, long story short, he's next thing I know, he's got me over there on Saturdays on the weekends. We're sewing stuff up, and and then that last job ended, and I was like, let's just hit it hard. Let, man. Let's make a run for it. That's I, awesome. I remember but at the same time, like I had no idea that Jerry had any kind of business. Yeah, this is about I, honestly, I, I, I think I, this I, is I, my favorite part. Yeah. I didn't plan. It's divine. I didn't plan on it. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, I don't think either of us planned. It. I was just gonna keep my head down. I was gonna do what he needed to be done, and go my way well yeah you, you even told me you were like i think i'm gonna try to help this guy grow his remodeling business yeah, yeah at first yeah. i was asking you know like hey yeah. if you, you know if you what's your vision here at the remodeling yeah. business to see because i mean i don't want to hang drywall for no yeah, forever. Didn't know. Yeah. so but we, we were trying to figure that out but the, th- the thing about it is, is this guy, he's an incredible maker. I've seen his attention to detail even on construction sites, and he's about as picky as they come. Yeah, I can contest uh, that. Yeah, my wife can contest <laughs> that, too. <laughs> if it ain't right, he don't like it, and yeah. there's really nothing you can do about it until it's right. Yeah, so, which is a great, honestly, yeah. like as far as a business entrepreneur, like that's an extremely important thing to have. He'll do a thousand retakes until it's right. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think there's something wrong with my brain chemically sometimes, but <laughs> that's a good thing, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it really does take that much effort in order to make something great, which yeah. is something you've done. I mean, that's I mean, your saddle, the people who support you, like it, it really does show, especially nowadays. I mean, when I go on Facebook and I see what people talk about. I, like I said, there's nothing negative about your guys' product. I mean, honestly, it makes me feel weird. Uh, yeah, I know. I've I know. told We've you guys this. this. Even, even podcasts in the past, I'm just like, oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't like when people brag on me. But I mean, you've nah, done I mean, something I great, man. I appreciate it, man. And I, I've worked hard, and I've, uh, you know, I feel... You've reaped the benefits of it. I feel privileged to be in the position I'm in because I've worked really hard in yeah. my life and, and gotten nowhere. And, yeah. you know, it's nice I, to... I, I don't think... I mean, to... I don't want to speak for Chad, but I don't think he was going for notoriety or I will definitely recognition. Was not. No, he I could, I could. He tell. was trying to make a product <laughs> that he wanted to use. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, you know, that, I think that's. I think as far as like business centered stuff, like that's really and truly when you look at every everybody that's at the top, that's it's the same exact thing, which isn't a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. I was trying to make something that I could use, and it worked. And then yeah. somebody else asked for it, and then somebody else. And next that's thing I know, the, I've got order mm-hmm. after order. You know, and it's just like you guys have created something, specifically you two, that works and mm-hmm. people love it and people want it. And cells are coming in and people absolutely love it. The- and, and what we did right out of the gate was figure out, hey, if we're going to bring a product to market that people seem to want, uh, that's, you know, that's superior, that checks the boxes for people. How do we deliver that to the market? How yeah. do we and that's where we, Jerry well, and that's in. where Jerry comes yeah. in. Jerry because Jerry's a guru as far as business goes. Yeah. In, in my mind. Um, oh, he is. And, and this man's just, this man's probably the smartest 
one of the smartest people I've ever met. By yeah, life, I'll man. second oh, that. Oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll third that. <laughs> you I mean, don't I like think, to be bragged on either, yeah, but it's yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's the th- truth. I think that's been the funniest thing because when you guys originally told me the story about how you guys met, I just remember Jerry looking at me. And him being mad in his head of like, why is Chad doing it this way? Why is Chad doing it this way? And then at some point, he finally got just mad and was like, all right, I'm going to tell you who I actually am. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be like, listen, dude, you're doing this wrong. Let me help you on the business side of things. I mean, to tone it down a bit, it was less correction and more like, hey, this guy has needs that need to be met. We got to do this. We got to do that. Yeah. And this is how we get there. Yeah. Um, You knew those steps. Because yeah. you had been in business for like six years for yourself and a family-owned business, and you brought that thing from like ground up, the dirt to like yeah. you know, to making you making yeah. several hundred thousand dollars a year, you know. So it's like to be able to do that, you got to know what you're doing. You got to know you, you, like you said, you've read a bunch of stuff. Y'all make yeah. a good team. Yeah, you guys really do. Yeah. Just like me and Hunter. Amen, brother. <laughs> but but it, it 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 really is a true raw American dream story. Yeah, 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 and I think that that's something to be proud of too. You know, it's just you see a lot of businesses fail, and you see a lot of businesses that don't actually put forth the effort to do what it takes to actually be successful. And you guys have actually done that, which right. has well, been well, really cool to be able to watch. Well, we haven't done it by ourselves. I and, mean, and to be fair to all the other entrepreneurs out there, listen, man, it's tough. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, no, it's I agree. Tough. A lot we of people both with, failed before this happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, F- failure is a part of it. Yeah. yeah, it's just working through that and just stepping forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I but totally I mean, agree. But I mean, me and Jerry didn't do it by ourselves. We got an awesome team of employees. Mm-hmm. And like you know, I, maybe some people don't know this, but we still manufacture ninety five percent of our products in house. You know, and then the rest, that other five percent, is still made right here in America. Yeah. So, which is something else to be extremely proud of. Yeah, I mean, I told Jerry from the very beginning that you know that our customer base wants that. We want that. It's very important to me to provide jobs in yeah. our in our community. It's very important that we support democracy. You know, we're yeah. both. I don't want to bring politics into this, but like, we're both red blooded Americans, and we support the freedom that that we have in this 100%. country. You know what I mean? So yeah. Well, it's you, a big part of what we mean when we say we're grateful. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah no, I we totally realize agree. We're, right. we're standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, you know, it's not we're we're not here in a vacuum. It's That's right. Yeah, oh. yeah. I totally agree, man. It's just been really cool to watch, man. Especially to be a part of for the past couple of months, where yeah. I've like finally got to step in and sit down in the office and see mm-hmm. how you guys do things day to day. It's been a wild experience just to talk to you guys, business, talk to you guys as friends, and then just you know you randomly show me something, and I'm like, wow, I'm totally amazed by how you've done this because you've done it the right way. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's been cool, man. It's been cool. I mean, hey, I'm enjoying this human experience. I'm living, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's an an important thing, and I think it's also important for us to bring up something else, which is the new platform. Everybody's been asking about it. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to know. (laughs) This is a good time to talk about it. Yeah. And uh, 
Man, it's, been, it's well, I'll go ahead and just yeah, get into it, man. Uh, that platform, you know, we came out with our first platform, which is was was big, yeah, which was kind of all the rage at the time that we came out with that platform. It's like, oh, everyone else is coming out with a bigger platform, maybe that's where we need to start, right? Yeah. So, we did start there, and uh, that platform that platform's awesome, and people prefer it for sure. Uh, some people prefer it over a smaller one, but you know. Me personally, I had used a smaller platform from a competitor, and I knew that personally I l- would prefer a smaller platform. They yeah. just pack better. They're lighter. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do. And when you when you st- when you learn how to shoot off of a platform, period, it really at that at that point when you learn how to maneuver around the tree off of a platform, it really doesn't matter how big it is. Correct. Yeah. Um. So. For me, I like still having a platform. You know, I'm not a. I, I started with a ring of steps in the very beginning because you couldn't find platforms yeah. anywhere. But no. um, so I started with the plat, uh, ring of steps, and then you know, graduated to a smaller platform. And then once we came out with our platform, I ran it and uh, realized that I definitely wanted a smaller platform. Yeah, and uh, so. We went to the, back to the drawing board and, uh, you know, cut some weight, cut some uh, cut some material from the large platform. We got the mini seeker and, you know. It's about to drop. It is about to drop. Uh, it's been a long time coming. We've, been, we've wanted to get it out. I mean, we introduced the thing in January at ATA. Yeah. And it, honestly, when we introduced it, it still had a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was not perfect then. It wasn't perfect until, you know, a few months ago. Well, I mean, we've had a lot of really smart people working on this. Thing yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah. you know, we, we sort of told them we want this thing to be as light as possible, as easy to manufacture as possible, but also as safe as possible. Right. And yeah. so as soon as you start removing material and you start cutting down on weight, you start yeah. running into an engineering challenge. There's a right. fine line. It, it, yeah. it really is. And so, you know, while we don't like to be slow to the market, we really, we, we don't want to rush to the market. Either. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the most important thing for us is to make sure that that product we bring to the market is market ready. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I mean, and that's, that's literally a, a wise business move, and it's good for your consumer as well. Yeah, exactly. They won't have any issues out of our platforms. I mean, there's, you know, we, we, we've put some plat- our old, pl- our original seeker out there, and honestly, we've had a few issues with a couple, but, you know, I see other manufacturers having big Mass issue issues. after issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... You know, even the first platform, it took us what eight months to get that thing on the market. It, it, it took a while, you know, and it, but really, it's it's mostly directed around, you know, how do we make this to where it's relatively, you know, we can deliver this to the market. It's not too complicated to actually make. It's it's cost competitive, but also too, how do we build in a super wide, as wide as possible, of a margin of safety? Like, you know, yeah, we're we're gonna have exactly. a platform that's rated for three hundred pounds, but we need this thing to be as strong as we can physically get it. Yeah. And we're not really happy until we're impressed by the test results. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I was pretty impressed with the test results. We found those out, what, right when we, probably about an hour in of our dove hunt. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you yeah. in on it. Jerry, yeah. actually, 
Did you call me while we were out there? I, yeah, I think yeah, I did. did. I think I yeah. called you. You might have me on speakerphone or something. I did have you on speakerphone. You called. I just remember sitting there and listening. I was just like, holy crap. I was like, this is impressive. Yeah. So Jerry called and said, hey, we just got the test results back for the mini platform. And what did you tell me? 1,400 pounds and it didn't break? Yeah, so it didn't actually it didn't actually break. There yeah. was the, no, no, none of the you know That's main amazing. body parts yeah, actually break. And what, what we're I mean, if you really got to try and wrap your head around the fact that you've got an aluminum alloy product that's under let's what it's like it's right at three pounds three, three ounces something yeah, it's like yeah. that. three pounds three ounces and it's cast and it's that strong. It's they that loaded fourteen hundred pounds on it and it didn't break any of the castings. Um, the, literally the angle of the platform got so far down that the leveling bolt slipped. Well, yeah. It was, so it wasn't uh, even the steel fasteners. It was a yeah. steel fastener. So I mean, steel fastener broke, not the, <laughs> yeah, not the platform. That's amazing. Grade eight yeah. bolts. Uh, but the thing about it is, 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 you know, you're, you're, what that says is that even if you, you have that, it, it'll, it confirms the fact that you have that. And this was after the the actual test had b- yeah. been performed, you know, because we always get that phone call. It's like, well, we we did the sort of ANSI mm-hmm. test. We were able to certify that it's safe mm-hmm. uh, to enter the market with it. What do you want to do now? We, we want to see what this thing has got. Yeah, you know, yeah, load no, it totally to the max, agree. break it, tear it up. Yeah, uh, keep keep That's going. Why we send it to you? Yeah. yeah, well, and I think it's important too because we've had a lot of people like send us emails, call us, ask, "Hey, where's it at?" You know, and it's just like. This should give some reassurance of where we've been, you know, of where cruisers. Yeah, because a lot of people are going to put their kids on this thing. Yeah, well, and and that's my big thing too, because it's like we don't need to put a product out and have any form of problem with it. And you guys, cruiser is reaping the benefits of waiting a little bit longer. It's a recreational activity. People are trying to go hunting. They're not trying to make a life-altering decision. We've got to be safe, and we that that's our commitment. That's number one. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I totally agree. My my background in rock climbing, it's always if you're a rock climber, you know safety is number one. Yeah, if you fall, you die. Yeah, you know? period. You take your time. Yeah, you, you take your time. Right. You make sure your gear is correct. You make sure it's ready to go, and that's what we're always going to do with our gear. Right. I mean, yeah. it goes right back. It's to... It's instilled in me. You and know? it was yeah. it was expensive to get where we are now. It was expensive yeah, to, to pay a lot of money. to pay the engineers to keep paying the yeah. testing lab to keep paying for the prototypes to keep. To, to keep, keep paying tooling, yep. yeah, you know, to, to go through all those measures. But if it ain't right, it ain't right. Yeah, and we don't want to hit the market with something that's not right. Yeah, no, we're, I we're totally not going agree. to either. Yeah, no, I totally to. agree. And if anything, like that should give all of your guys's consumers a little bit of peace of mind when they get up 100%. into that saddle and they sit down. They know when they lean out onto that platform that the saddle itself and the platform itself is going to hold them. And confidence is a big. Oh yeah, big thing in, in the gear. saddle hunt. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean the first time I leaned out into a saddle, that was probably the most freakiest thing I've ever done. Yeah, it's right freaked out. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I'm looking straight down and I just remember going, "I'm supposed to let go of this tree?" Yeah, <laughs> like what? Yeah, but I mean you know, so a lot of people know that we're going to be coming out with a set of climbing sticks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unfortunately, with uh, you know the way we'd like to do things. That's another, that's another thing on the agenda is our climbing sticks. And we've been trying to, 
you know, walk that fine line of weight versus strength versus safety, mm-hmm. you know. So we're not quite there. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, honestly, uh, you know, I'll be the first one to say that I don't know that we'll be there by the end of this deer season. Yeah. But know that we are working on a set of climbing sticks. They will be. And most people understand yeah, that. They yeah. They will be. A cruiser product, which top is notch. going to be top notch, yeah. safe, lightweight, packable, stackable. We will make sure that they are what our customers actually want. want. Yeah. yeah, but exactly. I mean, just I mean to sort of bring what our engineers say into this. They say when you make it that light and you make it that, you know, when you're working with these sort of criteria, uh, we're actually on the cutting edge. Yeah. yeah, you guys so, are making you know, breakthroughs in the industry. Hundred so percent. Yeah. So when you're on the cutting edge of material science, or you're on the cutting edge of some sort of engineering challenge that might rival like an uh, an engineering challenge you would see in like aerospace or something. Yeah. Um, it's no small feat. You yeah. Know? yeah. And we're just not going to. Takes a it. lot of work and a lot of time and a lot. Uh, also, frankly, uh, a lot of money. And yeah. A, and a climbing stick is something that's so safety critical that. Yeah. You know we. We gotta make sure it's right, and we're gonna we're gonna take our time, keep spending our R and D dollars, and, and get it right. Nobody yeah. wants broken or bent sticks. Trailblazers, so, man. Yeah, no for recalls, real. man. No no reason for that. Yeah. I totally but, agree. But I mean, you know, so we're working hard on getting our sticks where they need to be. Uh, hopefully by the by the end of the season, so around Christmas. Ready for next season. Show well, I mean, ATA. A, a big part of that is knowing our manufacturers yeah. Yeah. too. Yeah, you know, we we try to know our manufacturers well, know who's delivering product to us, right, and and be able to trust them. Yeah, uh, so that's a big part of that. Yeah, and on top of that, all made in the USA. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that means a lot. But man, we're just gonna keep trucking, keep doing what we do, which is work our butts off to get product out the door, keep trying to innovate, man, and you know. Uh, You're gonna see a lot more yeah. coming from Cruiser. We're we're. Yeah, because you guys yeah, don't just have products, the sticks yeah. and the yeah. and the platform itself coming out. I know yeah. you talked about it a little bit. I don't talk about it. About yeah, the we're camo, working. On, yeah, backpack. working on camo. Working on the backpack. We're working on it's a, a lifestyle saddle. Yeah, yeah, we want to be a lifestyle brand. We want to break into turkey hunting. You know, turkey yeah. hunting's fun, man. Potentially it's break into break into fishing. Maybe who knows yeah. where it's gonna go? You know, sky's the limit. That's right, man. So it's just. It's fun, man. It's been fun. We're gonna still keep working, still keep, uh, you know, keep exploiting going. this opportunity that we've been given. So, yeah. And, and the whole way from here to wherever we end up, uh, we want to always take as good of care of our customers as we tried our best to do up yeah. until now. So, yeah, no, that's totally our commitment agree. to the public. Is that yeah. we're we're gonna take care of you folks. Yeah, buddy. Right. And I think that's why yeah. they've been so successful. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Well, that's been cool, man. It's been yeah. great talking to you guys. Obviously, you guys are going to be on the podcast a lot more. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you're obviously the owner I'm excited. Of this podcast, well, I mean, so. I'm excited. The uh, inaugural. This, this has been fun. Yeah, this inaugural episode has been fun and uh, really looking forward to doing it some more, man. Yeah, no, I mean, yep. this has been such a good time. It's been a blast, man. Yeah, and we've put such a lot of effort into building this set and getting yep. it set up. And it's not perfect, but we're getting there. Yep. We got a couple more things we're going to change up and add. Yep. And uh, it's going to be a good time. More Jerry, topics. Yeah, Some a guests. lot more topics. Yeah. 
hopefully yeah. uh, uh, grab some guests to come on as well. So, yeah. you know, if anybody is, uh, anybody knows that somebody knows someone that wants to come on the podcast or if you, yeah, if email you listen to this and you want to come on the podcast, you know, just holler at us, support at cruisersaddles.com. And yeah, we'd love to uh, hear everyone's story, man. Yeah. No, I definitely think that'd be cool. I think it'd be awesome too if we could get some just random people who don't, don't have the video cameras who just killed. Yeah, like some local, booners, some local man. headhunters. Yeah, yeah, just tell their stories, man. I think that that would be some a good local time. Local legends. Yeah, dude, yeah. we got them. Yeah, we Absolutely. do. We've got a couple. You're one <laughs> of them, man. I don't know about all that. Hey, You've got the record, man. Yeah, man, a lot of people don't know. But that's the best part. That's why you're my co-host. Man. I know, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, I mean, cool. there ain't no video of that deer anywhere. No. no. But we gotta we gotta we actually got a put few it on pictures it. though. <laughs> yeah, we got a picture. You got it mounted. We just need to bring it in here, and you just need well, to I hold mean, it like a little pet. Me and Chats took it to some trade shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had it up on the walls. Yeah, you didn't get it scored until two years after you killed it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was <laughs> and so it ended dumb. up being and the you jack still gun. you still got the record. Yeah, still got the muzzleloader record for yeah. Putnam County. It's crazy, blessed. Yeah, yeah man, it's That's cool. Wild. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, some yeah. good genes around that area. So shout yeah, out to Chad. Dad. Yeah, shout Chad, out, shout Chad out to knows. Jeff. Chad's uh, he's hunted. He scratched around oh, where yeah. where that deer was killed. Some of the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life are right around For that real. area. Yeah, giants. I mean, our county in particular is. I mean, it's decent. Some, we got, got some, some good ones, ones here, but uh, in that particular area, never seen bigger deer in this in in our vicinity. Our so, anyway, yeah, well, we're cool. getting to about two hours on this podcast. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> we've gone a lot of bit, a little bit longer than we thought. Yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Co-host, appreciate you being on the podcast, and uh, you guys are going to hear a lot more from Mr. Hunter, as well as Jerry, and as well as Chad. Thank you guys for tuning yes, in. Yes, thank you. It's been awesome. Yeah, yeah we thanks, really guys. appreciate you guys. Make sure you tell your friends, subscribe, because this will be posted on YouTube and be on Spotify. So, so what we're dropping them every Friday, right? Yep, every Friday. So expect something. I don't know exact exactly what the time is. We'll probably talk about that a little bit more on the next podcast. Yeah, but probably. it will be on Friday at some point. Yeah, we're fi- we're trying to figure it out, guys. It's uh, it's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah it is. New, so. It is, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna make sure we take our time and make sure we do it right as well. That's so, right. but uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.